What's good, man? We back with another episode of the 444 Podcast. Uh, here this time with my good friend June, man. Councilman is out doing councilman stuff. I don't know what he's doing tonight, man, but he sends his well wishes. June, what's good with you, man? Tell him, man, I'm honored to be here. Honored to be a guest finally on the show. For Hopefully sure. this won't be the last time. No, for sure it won't be the last time, man. It definitely won't be the last time. You're going to be back. Yeah. For sure, man. But um, we got a lot to talk about. Football-heavy episode, man. Um, we get into some quick basketball notable real fast. Uh, Joe Johnson got signed to the Pistons today. I actually just saw that. It's uh, it's uh, Thursday, the uh, 12th, September 12th. A little date. We sitting here watching the um, uh, Bucks versus the um, – uh, Panthers. Panthers, yeah, on the uh, Thursday night game. So we got a little live action here. We'll give y'all some scores, some stats if they ever get popping. It's just zero zero right now. It just got started. Um, but uh, yeah, Joe Johnson just got signed with the Pistons. Uh, I like that move. I like anybody anybody who signed Joe Johnson, man. I've been watching him in the big three all uh, all summer. I've been telling Zeke, man, he been getting busy. Zeke said he don't want Joe Johnson for the Sixers. He didn't make it to the Sixers, so Zeke got his wish. Well, not his wish, but you know. Um, Team USA lost to France. I haven't really been following. Have you? No, nah, I mean, I've been following what's been put out there. And the only thing that's been put out there is the losses. Right. And they lost back to back. <laughs> the only thing that's been put out there is the losses. Because the team that they beat, you don't, you, you don't really see it. Right. But before this whole USA or the, the FIBA tournament even started, when the lineup came out, how did you feel? When you saw the lineup from 1 to 15 and – the proclaimed leader was Kemba Walker. <laughs> the proclaimed, the prodigal, the prodigal son. I'm like, I get it. Kemba Walker is nice. I'm a fan of him. Right. But a leader? I mean, it's we live we we're in we're in an era where um and not even like this is a new thing either because it was it was like this before and I think um that the stars are they they don't want to risk injury. They don't want to risk fatigue they, it's you could risk a lot playing a world basketball and we talked about this on the first episode and one of the points that uh zeke had made was because the nba is what it is now like because you got so many global players now i don't think the rush to play world cup or world basketball or olympic basketball is there for one for the injury purpose and for two you playing against those guys all the time before it was like the nba players get to play against the players around the world but now those players around the world that are worthy, that are good enough, that are the elite players around the world, they playing in the NBA every night. And and correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. right? So does this have any bearing on what happens next year in 2020 at the Olympics? Hell yeah, I think it does. As far as seeding, I far I feel like if you win this cup or one of these cups leading up to, you get an automatic bid of somehow. Or I know it has some kind of uh, ramifications on seeding. Okay. As far as we might have to actually play for a spot next, what's is the are the Olympics next summer? Next summer, twenty twenty. Yeah, well, we might have already qualified previously, and this might just affect seating. But I think it affects seat. I think these tournaments affect seating in the Olympics, if I'm not wrong. Okay, so that seating doesn't matter mm -hmm. if you have your elite going to the Olympics, which they are, right? Because twenty nineteen, the FIBA, they, they they don't really care about it. Right. That's why they didn't go. They. They were more, almost like arrogant enough to say, we're going to send our C-class right. athletes over there. Right. And they should be able to get the job done. <laughs> they were down 32-7 a day and then lost by six. So, they yeah. were just playing unmotivated un, un basketball. Once they lost and realized that they weren't going to get the gold in the FIBA, right. they were like, you know what? At this point, I just want to go home. Yeah, I saw they were trying to make some narrative. I was, you know, I'm on Twitter all the time. So, this mm -hmm. is Twitter news. You know, if it's on Twitter, that means it's the truth. 
<laughs> but um, on Twitter, they uh, I seen a a, a a meme or something like that, uh, or, or article, a snippet from an article, a quote from an article where somebody was saying that during this play, uh, Kimball Walker and the, uh, Donovan Mitchell was having was having static, and this is why the, the USA team is losing. And Donovan came in and shut it down real fast. Like this is what we talking about. Y'all just making stuff up, like. He put me. He pushed me through on the screen, and he, he said he, uh, he he pushed me through on the screen, and he made a good play. Like it's nothing. Nothing happened here. Like, but um, I don't know. I, I like I said, I haven't been really watching the, the 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 games like that. I really haven't been following it outside of like you said, the losses and just the score. So, um, and I don't think anybody's following. Right. Oh I'm, damn. Uh, the game is uh rain delay. They just sent both teams to the locker rooms. It's raining too hard down in. Uh, I think it's the only time that they come in. It's not because of the rain. It must be some lightning. Oh yeah, lightning, lightning, yeah. lightning. Yeah, it's but, definitely um, yeah, lightning. I would like to see some type of graph on the ratings for the people. <laughs> it can't be that high. Mm-mm. So, I mean, we're two basketball people ourselves, and if we're yeah, not really I don't following even know, it, then the average person is definitely not following. I don't even know if it was followable. If that's the, I think that yeah, followable. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think it was followable. I think there was something that you probably had to tap into via subscribe stream or you stream. had to subscribe to. I don't think it was on a – because it's football season, there's a lot of other things going on. I don't think it was on the ESPN or anything like that. So, it's but not going even... back to that media stuff about Donovan Mitchell drama and the narratives, right. I think that that's the problem today with sports. It's the over-coverage Preach. of the sport and what happens on and off the court, on and off the field. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like – there's no off switch to what's going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like now it's like if I'm an athlete, high profile, and there's a, there's there, even if there's nothing going on, the the smallest thing could be turned into something instantly. So I, what I'm what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that if you're an athlete, mm-hmm. you're always on edge as to what could potentially happen at a restaurant somewhere. Absolutely. Or what or how it can be or a a simple altercation can be interpreted. If someone from a distance is recording with their phone, exactly, and then they put it on social media, exactly, attach a hashtag to exactly. it, exactly, and then now it's <laughs> it's you know it's almost like they're they're soiling it into growing it into becoming something that it probably isn't, and that shit travels so fast, man. So, so I can imagine, and, and these are young kids. Yep, these are kids. They kids for real, and so we can't expect them to see this stuff on their phone. And not feel in some kind of way discouraged. Like, you know what, man? This is not even worth it. I, I came to play for my country and represent, but look at how they bashing me yeah. over here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, and this is high-level basketball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was listening to a uh, to, to Raja Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Raja. Raja. I hated Raja Bell in the league, too. I love Raja, man. He wanted to be Kobe so bad, but he couldn't do it. A lot of people... Tried that, tried that, uh, uh, or was in that line. Just yeah. wanted to be Kobe. I think it started off might might have started off with uh, Doug Christie. The people that call themselves <laughs> Kobe stoppers. All the yeah, all the people that call themselves Kobe stoppers. I remember during the Kings and, and the Lakers facing off, Doug Christie thought he could you know step up to the plate. Right. And then it was Bonzi Wells for the Blazers. No, Ruben Patterson. Oh, Ruben Patterson. Ruben Patterson. Ruben you know. Patterson definitely thought he was a Kobe stopper, but. That, that proved to be otherwise. Right. But going back to my original point, uh, Roger Abel brought up a good point. He said, in in today's age, mm-hmm. in the United States, you have people that will go up to parents and say, let me get your child. I can get him ready. 
I can get them ready for college, mm-hmm. uh, the league, mm-hmm. have them doing a million drills. Yep. Uh, but it, it, the drills will consist of step backs, spin moves, and all these one-on-one things. Yep. Which is what the league is at a high level. Though. At a high level. But the rest of the world is not doing that. Yeah. The rest of the world is playing basketball, movement, smart moves, smart basketball. That's what they're doing. That's what they're working on. That's what they're integrating into their mind. And so that when you go and play in the FIBA tournament, mm-hmm. that flashy stuff might get you on sports center top 10. Right. But them other players, all they care about is the, the, the score at the end yep. of the game. Yep. And they could beat you by one, or they could beat you by 20. All they care about is the W. Basketball like the only sport that's like a completely different game at every level too. And it's definitely uh lightning in Charlotte. They showing the uh the Doppler map right now on the T V. But um yeah, basketball the only game is like a completely different game at every level. Like when you play it with youth, you play with with different rules. When you move up to middle school, you play with different rules. When you move up to high school now, you play with different rules. College is different rules and NBA is different rules and international play. It's different rules, like so. It's it's tricky, especially when if you're a player of elite stature, you you you're playing on both of those, on both of those uh uh on levels as far as international and NBA, and it's two completely different games, man. So just to speak to your point, like it's just it's crazy, man. It's crazy that uh you have it. Being so so much exploited at such a young age, and, right. and 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 players becoming this and seeing this and just going through all of these things, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. I was just telling Zeke on the last episode, like Bronny and um, Bronny and D Wade's son is on the same team in Sierra Canyon, out in L.A. or Southern Cal somewhere. They was just out in China mm-hmm. doing some kind of. I'm like, how is that possible with a high school kid? Like, how is this? What's going on here? I know this is generating some kind of money because it's generating views. Everybody's on it on YouTube. The cameras are everywhere. I know these people are not out here for free. Like, how is this? Because it, cause because of their last names. Yeah. And the moment, everything is attention based now. Yeah. What 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 it what can grab someone's attention and. Who wants your attention? Advertisement companies want your attention. So if they're seeing you, anything that's clickbaitable, right? They're gonna put out there. So you know, LeBron James' son somewhere playing with D Wade's son. What are they trying to cultivate there? They're trying to cultivate the story of the second coming of two best friends that have kids and they're also <laughs> best friends. Right, and right. We that's you know that's something that's followable. 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 But you know um just to wrap all of that up, it's it's kind it's kinda of perfect for the title of the of this week's episode, which is uh I actually took it from um Antonio Brown, uh-huh. which we who we gonna get into later, but business is booming. And that's basically the reason for all of that. For all of our all of our gripes, all of our questions of wondering why, how, um is business is booming. The business of basketball, the business of attention, the business of media, the business of having a camera on your phone. It's like everything is a business of a business of a business of a business. And it's just, it's crazy out here in 2019, man. Crazy. But Capital, um, Capitalism at its best. Capitalism at its finest. This is, it works. 
the system works. Everybody says, always says, just to, on on another note, just everybody always says the system is broken. We need to fix the system. No, the system works yeah. like a well-oiled machine. Like yeah. this is what it's meant to do. And I'm seeing a lot of people getting fed yeah. off of this system. Off of this system. But uh, yeah, just to wrap up basketball, we we gotta we gotta wrap it up with the weekly mellow watch. <laughs> mellow is mellow is still not signed. I'm still uh upset about that. June, on the other hand, isn't. So we gonna let June uh we're gonna give him a, a, the stage to give his to give his opinion on the mellow. We got a new opinion about mellow out here today, man. So go ahead, June. Uh, I'm, I, I, I'm guessing it's different because <laughs> it's 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 I guess it's coming from a negative you know standpoint. But let me right. I'm gonna tell you like this. I was a very big mellow fan, mm-hmm. as everyone else was when he first came into the league. Mm-hmm. He made you fall in love with him, with his style of play, his backstory. He was a champion coming out of NCAA, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. You just had such high hopes for him because of the the game that came with him. Right, there was not there was no flaw to his game that you could see early on. Early on, right. But then, you know, as time goes on, you're wondering like, all right, you see. Brian flourishing. You see Wade flourishing. They all came out in the same draft class. <laughs> and you're trying to put two and two together. You're, you're, you're figuring out that at some point, someone of mellow stature is going to be able to at least make a finals appearance. Of at least one. Just show up. I mean, make it and get swept. I would have been happy with that. Right. He goes to the Knicks in the East. And I'm emphasizing the East because we already know that the East is much different from the West. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, your trajectory is more favorable. Yes. If you're playing in the East as opposed to when you're playing in the West. Absolutely. So, here we have Melo in, in, in the East playing for the Knicks. And I'm like, all right, so maybe he's going to take this, you know, the Knicks to the finals. They haven't been there in since my man, since, uh, dang, I can't remember his name. Uh, Which one of them? Allen uh, Houston? Allen Houston. Allen Houston. Houston took them back in 99. Right. And uh, so I'm thinking, like, what is it about Melo that is not allowing him to get to that next level? Right. So I started – so it, it turned into something that I started hyper-focusing my like my attention on Melo and what he was doing. Right. And, his, and his, what he was doing on and off the court. And when I say off the court, I mean, like, when he's at the post-game – and he's talking, mm-hmm. and he's giving answers, mm-hmm. and and maybe I'm looking too into it. Maybe you know, no, maybe not. Man, no, yeah, so analyzing. That's, I'm using analyzing, your brain, man. That's what and, you're I'm, to do. and I'm looking at stuff from a psychological perspective, and I'm looking at him like this dude has God-given talent. Mm-hmm. But what makes Floyd Mayweather so great is that he also has the work ethic to take that God-given talent. To the next level. Gotcha. So I'm like, Melo is lazy. That's his issue. Melo is lazy and doesn't want to admit to it and thinks that he can just get over just based on his talent. Right. And thinks that he's good enough that he doesn't have to make absolutely no adjustments to his game like many greats before him and after him have made, right. including Jordan, including Kobe. You develop a post game. Your body, you 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 get you're getting older. You you know you got to be able to sustain the injury, so you got to change your game. Right. Melo is 
Number one, when it comes to one-on-one. Basketball, it's not one-on-one. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you could beat your man off the dribble, but they're going to make adjustments to that. Right. And they were. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and the thing is that I'm glad that uh, Chauncey Billups said what he said. What did he say? Chauncey Billups said that Melo was more worried about scoring 30 points than he was winning a game. All right. He would score 30 points in a loss, and his demeanor in the locker room would be much different than when he scored 20 points and, and they win. won. Yeah. So this is coming from a champion. Yeah. Respectable champion, Chauncey Billups. As far as I know, no one has any problems with Chauncey Billups. Right, right. So if he's saying this, and he doesn't have a personal problem with Melo, mm-hmm. and and I and, and I, <clears throat> I also seen that he said afterward he tried to clean it up because of course, like we said earlier, how media loves to you know change the narrative and control and see which one is more clickbaitable. So he tried to clean it up and said he didn't mean no disrespect to Melo. Right. And that's the conversation that uh, Stephen A. And Melo had the day they had that whole dumbass interview that I thought was just unnecessary because <laughs> it, it it I think anybody anybody talking to Stephen the sunset anybody talking to Stephen A is unnecessary. It is, <laughs> and I I I would want Melo to just ride off into the sunset. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. If anything, if he still wants to continue playing basketball, he would be great for the big three. Why not? Why not make? Why why not grow the big three? Why not go behind that and take that to the next level and play there for a couple of years and so that once other players retire, they're like, all right, if Melo did it, then it's a cool thing to do. Right. Joe Johnson did it. And where's he at now? He got signed again. He's playing with the Pistons. But it was cool when he was doing it, hitting game winners. We were enjoying watching Joe Johnson. That's what I like about the Big Three. Big Three just extends the career of certain players that we're not ready to see them go yet. And that's exactly what Ice Cube said he made the Big Three for. Exactly why he said he made it because he he it was players that he knew they wasn't getting NBA contracts, but he knew they still had something left in the tank, and they needed somewhere to play. That's exactly why he made it. When I go to LA Fitness with my little brother, I'm like, "What y'all doing? Three on threes? Or are we playing fours today?" They're like, "No, we doing three on threes." I immediately say, "All right, I'm down," because I know I can't run the full. Right. I don't have the stamina for it. Right. I, if I play a full, I might be good just for one game. Right. I'd rather play the three on three. Be fought back, be a little bit lazy. I don't gotta. Right. If, if I know I could beat my man off the dribble, right? Then you know I'll expose that mismatch, right? And I can also be lack of days ago on defense, All right? That's what the big three offers those players that don't want to be probably. You got uh, Glenn Davis playing, <laughs> big baby. And how many years was he out the league before he landed in the big three? Exactly. So it let that lets you know how. How much you can extend your career mm-hmm. with the big three after the NBA? Yeah, and why not? True. And why not? And it's Ice Cube. You know what I'm saying? Like this is it's this is cute. This is black representation. It's cute. And yes. and it's look like people flocking to the big three, yo. Yes. And I ain't hear nobody complaining about money, man. So they probably paying for whatever, yes. however that little bit of time that they that you gotta do whatever you gotta do for the league, man. He probably paying good for it, man. Cause Cube always Cube is Cube, like so. Definitely shout out to the big three always, man. But um, we're going to continue to watch Melo. Now, man, we're going to get into what everybody waiting for, what we all here for, man. We're going to get into this football. You know what I mean? My guys pulled it out in a comeback win, man. 
over the Redskins. It was looking scary early in the, in the I wouldn't even say it was looking scary. It was a real easy easily solve easy easily solvable problem and Doug solved it which was you can't come out just 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 letting it fly. Like it's football at the end of the day. Like you the run always has to set up the pass and we just came out like we was just going to toss this ball around. And and marched to a win, and mm-hmm. it was like, hold up, nah, we not, it ain't going down like that. Right. And as soon as we started running that rock, with Sproles, Sproles had some nice runs. Uh, the rookie Miles Samuels, I love the way he was looking, man. Um, Jordan Howard, I want to see more Jordan Howard. He had a couple good runs, man. But we did we mix it up a little bit once we got that going, and then we activated jackpot on the welcome back tip. Shout out to my man, Deshaun Jackson, man. Welcome home, man. Welcome back, man. He had a big, big game. It was like uh, Wentz was out there like a young bull on Madden, just hitting the, just hitting the bomb button. We just going to go for the fly, man. That's how we got to do it. That's how we got to do it. So, you know what I mean? I was happy. I was happy with the Eagles, man. I know you don't want to talk about the Eagles. No, no. The, the, see, the thing, about, <laughs> the thing about it is, first of all, you notice how he said – my guys, yeah. So just to be just to be clear, <laughs> he was doing that for it was he was deliberate. Let, yeah. He was deliberate in saying Absolutely. that because <laughs> I'm not an Eagles fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Dolphins fan, mm. right? All right. So I'm pretty sure if you're listening, you're probably like, "Well, how the fuck did yeah, that?" Yeah, that's what. And please get into that. How do you become a yeah. Dolphins fan, yeah, man? man? So let me let me explain this to the people who know me and to the people who don't know me because. I feel as though the people who do know me still probably never knew how I became a Dolphins right. fan. Because a lot of people, like Darius would say, a good friend of ours, yeah. he would say, yeah, you just a fan of the Dolphins because of the colors. That's 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 funny coming from a Cowboys fan. And, like, yeah, right. For a long time, Darius. I, I told him he, he couldn't point out Dallas on the map. Right. <laughs> if you... If, if yeah. you showed him a map of the, the state of Texas, Never he been. would not be right. able to point out the, 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 the city of Dallas. Right. He wouldn't be able to do it. So, when I used to live in Florida for a year. Okay. And when I was living there, I was living there my fifth grade year. Okay. So, my fifth grade year, Dan Marino was still playing for the Dolphins. Mm. And I also became a fan of the sport of football because if you live in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they do down there. That's is play all football. they do. All day long. All day. Like the elementary schools look like universities. And the high schools, you know what I'm saying? Like you've yeah. seen the fields. Yep. It's, there, it's, a, it's a whole bunch of them. So it was either three teams I was going to be a fan of. I was going right. to be a Mark Brunel fan and be a, <laughs> a Jaguars fan. Right. Or Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the time. Or the Dolphins. Right. But I lived in Miami, so I was I became a Dolphins fan. All right, you stamped then. I can't complain with it. And and that's loyalty if you stick with them. I mean, but and you was in you were in you were in Miami parameters when you chose that that was gonna be your team. Yeah. So can't nobody I don't think anybody can dispute because that. Because before I got to Miami, I didn't even the the all I thought about was basketball and baseball because of my dad. Right. You know what I'm saying? So once I got to Florida it was like, all right, yeah, I'm a Dolphins fan. I like Dan Marino. I, he, he, they marketed the fuck out of Dan Marino down there. They and did. They Ace did. Ventura they did. came out around that same time. Yeah, it did. So Dan Marino was just someone who was just a he was a focal point for, yeah. for the for the Dolphins back then. But but living in Philadelphia, right? All right. I I listen to sports radio every single day. So this is the ironic part about this. 
I know more about the Eagles than I do know than I know about the Dolphins. Just by default. Just man. by default. And if when you turn on sports radio, you got these sports figures out here, aka the, the fanatics, the fans, they everybody. I think that's the I think that's the difference between the the between an Eagles fan and the average football fan is the Eagles fan is knowledgeable of the sport of football. High IQ. High IQ of knowledge. And that's that's what makes them so arrogant. As fans, that's what makes them boo the team in the first quarter if they're not doing good. It ain't personal. It's not even going to last. They're just letting you know that they know you're not playing up to your potential. And that's what potential athletes are afraid of if they're weak-minded because they know right. they will be exposed. Yeah. They will be exposed here. Yeah. It's not a, it's not, not yeah. going to let you go. They're following your stats. And it's not a you're not entertaining me uh, thing. It's a you're not producing Thing. Exactly. Like, you exactly. know what I mean? It's not. Like I've been following. Damn, being entertained. We don't. We not happy with just touchdowns and you giving us a good game. We not that team. Like people have been following this game, this team for years, generations. People are grandfathered into the fanship of this team. So it's like years and years and years and years of knowledge and history that goes along with it. And people know this game. You know what I mean? Like we happy that we're happy that that you caught DJ on third. And whatever, but yeah. on second and ten, you right. missed such and such. Right, that's the type of breakdown. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. An right. Eagles fan right. Right. is right. giving you. That's right, the type, like, right, right. They'll, they'll <laughs> applaud you, but yeah. at the same time, critique you. Right. In a you know, in a very fandom type of way. Mm-hmm. So, I, I listen to sports radio all day long, and right. people from around the country are calling in, and they're saying, "I love this show because." The coverage of my city, of my state, it's not the same as it is with y'all. Mm-mm. So that's what lets me know that it's, what's happening here is not. I'm not being a homer Mm-mm. or being. When I say homer, I mean like someone from Philly right. and saying that only people from Philly know exactly what's going on. No. It's that you can clearly see the difference. Right. And you being somebody who's lived in the West Coast. Right. You can kind of see the the difference. Yeah, we went to the Rams. We went to the Rams Eagles. We went to LA for the Rams Eagles game in uh, 2018 Super Bowl season. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we, as soon as you got off the plane for that whole weekend, it looked like it was Philly. Exactly. It was green everywhere. Those people <laughs> travel. They travel to every game. They so. travel well. It's crazy. But yeah, man, all of that's well and good. But get into them Dolphins, man. Let's get into them Dolphins. Okay, so <laughs> what I'm happened, call, dog? I, I, I feel like I'm happy that I can finally adopt this slogan that the Sixers. Have been using for so long. I can finally say when people come to me and talk about how bad the Dolphins are, right. my immediate response is going to be trust the process. All right. Why am I saying that? Because that's what they're doing. They're tanking. We're literally tanking. They're, we've traded everybody away. Yeah. If anybody is good, they will be traded. Right. Just like how Drew Holiday got traded. He made the All Star. No, you got to go. Right. You're too good. You need to go. Right. So that's what the Dolphins are officially doing. So if you didn't know. Now you know they're tanking. So if you're trying to make some money, make sure you bet against the Dolphins mm. all year long. They okay. might be the only team to ever go 16 to 0, and they might be the only team to ever go 0 and 16. <laughs> you heard it here first from our Dolphins insider June, man, because they got that ass spanked on Sunday, man. By Lamar Jackson, that I was saying before he was drafted that the Dolphins should have drafted him, right. and they could have that year. Lamar Jackson, I think, went 19th. Right. So how y'all trusting the process if y'all not? That's part of trusting. Okay, that was before. Okay, that was before. All right. They 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 were you know they they put all their chips and they gambled all the chips on Ryan. Fucking Tannehill. Yeah, he's such a bum. Ryan Tannehill is uh, 
That name is just <laughs> it's that that name, just Tannehill. I don't I, I don't know what um I'm gonna think of the movie where the name sounds like that, but that name, Tannehill, that's not a quarterback name, man. That's not a winning name. It's too much to say. But I'm I'm happy for the Eagles. Eagles <laughs> had to win that game. That was a must win for them only because right. you were playing the worst team in your division. Yeah. And you don't want to lose at home to the worst team in your division, especially when Dallas is putting performances up that they would put up. Yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not gonna lie, Dallas look good. Dallas look good. Yeah. I'm uh for fantasy purposes, I'm glad Zeke came I'm glad Zeke was in the mud. Right. Because I was playing against Zeke in two leagues. So I'm glad Zeke was in the mud. But Dak looked good. Um it looked like it's gonna be us and them. The Giants look like shit as usual. Uh they couldn't even get poor Saquon in the damn uh end zone, man. And I just hope he don't get injured over there, man, because it looked like it's gonna be on his back the whole yeah. season. How about um, the Browns? I thought the Browns. Yeah, believe land. So, I don't believe so land. Much, I don't believe land. So much off season, summer hype about the Browns. Right. And they lose. They get blown out by the Titans. Those. I don't. And I don't. Um. I don't think those interceptions that Baker Mayfield threw are indicative of anything except for a quarterback that's trying to make something happen and happen fast. After he throws the interception, he just did that shit three times. But um, yeah, they gotta get it together over there. They definitely made a lot of offseason moves. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. They still got Landry over there. Um, both of them had uh, pretty stellar games. It would have been better if they would have gotten the red zone and probably got some touches. Ex Dolphin. Uh, who that? Uh, oh yeah, Landry. 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 Another one, Stills too. I watched Stills on the other. Uh, he scored. Th- I feel like he scored this week. Mm-hmm. So maybe you are right. Maybe they are tanking, man. That's crazy. They tanking. I'm That's crazy. You. Um. But, yeah, Lamar Jackson went crazy. Um, just bring up some of these scores, man. Think about some of these games. This NFL. Uh, what do we have? What do we have? What do we have? In week one. Five touchdowns. He had, he had a perfect passer rating. He definitely had a perfect passer rating. Five, Five touchdowns. touchdowns. Him and Dak. Him and Dak. Two black quarterbacks. All right. Getting, All right. getting loose on opening day. You know what I mean? We had uh, the Packers beat the Bears 10-3. to That game was pretty lackluster. 10-3 um, speaks for itself. 10-3 speaks for itself. And it was a Thursday night game. These Thursday night games are janky as hell. That's what they were saying last year. This game is definitely uh, back on, back and going. Uh, 8-31 left in the first. Tampa Bay with the ball, looks like. Um, but we had the Chiefs and the Jaguars. The Chiefs did what the Chiefs do. They smoked the Jaguars. Our boy, old St. Nick. Uh, went down. I think he threw two touchdowns though. Uh, or I, one. I know he got hurt on a touchdown. Pass. He got hurt on a touchdown pass. Yeah. I don't know how many. I gotta check how many he threw, but um, he was out there hooping. But he's gonna be out for some time now. Um, he should just call it quits, man. You think so? I think so. Just that's it. Hey, you gotta remember that Nick Foles didn't even <laughs> want to come back to the Eagles before he won the chip. All right. He said he had some type of religious. Uh, breakthrough Breakthrough and, you, know, <laughs> he, you know he's very religious And he had a religious breakthrough And decided that Alright God wants me to play Yeah, C- yeah CTE watch That's what it sounded like to me <laughs> CTE watch Everybody's CTE getting watch put on, on The Nick Uptown Foles. Tone CTE watch man Gotta watch what these football players Be saying And then what they doing But uh, moving along We had the Vikings And the Falcons the Vikings look tough Vikings look tough They, they threw uh, Kirk Cousins threw the ball Ten times and they just ran over the Falcons the whole game. The whole game. Uh, as the aforementioned Browns, they lost to the Titans 43-13. Shh. 
Um, Mariota got rolling at the end, two late touchdowns to Delaney Walker. That almost killed me in fantasy. Derrick Henry, but we is prevailed. Derrick Henry is definitely a beast. I tried to get him in fantasy, <laughs> but uh, somebody took him right before I could. The Bills and the Jets, seventeen sixteen. That was a pretty good game. I think they both got some pieces. Um, the Bills always start off. The Bills, for some reason, in like the last three seasons, I want to say, have been in like uh, opening day news. They always start off with a spark before they just tail all the way off. I think uh, anybody playing in the same division as the Patriots is doomed because not only do you play in a in the same division where the champions they're. they're they're just not going to lose to none of y'all in right. that division. <laughs> They're not going to lose to none of y'all. And so like, they get to play right. y'all twice. Right. So that's, you know, six six wins right six, there. Just count them. Yeah, just add them up. And then also in the AFC, you got t- you got powerhouses over there. The AFC right. remind me of the uh, Western Conference. The Western Conference yeah. of, uh, of uh, football. And so if you, the only way you can make the playoffs in the AFC East or in the AFC is if you win if you win your division. Right. That wild card is going to be hard to make. Right. The wild card, a lot of times those teams have double-digit wins. And we were, me and Zeke just said this last week, That's the one or one of these weeks, that's the one thing that's funny about football is that you have to win your – if not have to, but if you win your division, you you're automatically, get, in. Yeah, you're automatically in. So, like you said, those wild card teams be having double-digit wins. You can have nine wins and win your division. Yep. In certain divisions. Yep. And that wild card team be messing around, have like 10 or 11. Yep. And be in a wild card game. But uh, moving along, who we got, man? Um, oh yeah, Bills and the Jets. I wanted to say, uh, Le'Veon looked good in his return. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. I didn't even watch that game. He looked good. Did he score? He looked good. Yeah, on a pass, he scored on a uh, on a passing touchdown. Okay. I feel like, but his usage, you could tell, is going to go up. But um, Le'Veon looked good. He looked in shape. Didn't look like he missed a step at all. Okay. For the for for you know as much as he could in the seventeen sixteen game, but I mean, Le'Veon, from what I saw. You know, I got red zone popping, so I ain't looking at the whole game. But if you're a running back, gets so much punishment. That's why I'm not mad when I hear about a running back holding out for right. some money. You need to hold out. Right. The life expectancy of an NFL player is two years. And a running back is, man. And a running back might be like a half a year to a year and a half. So, yeah, pay that man. Two years. Pay that man. Um, Ravens and Dolphins, as we said, uh, 59 10. Eagles, Redskins. Uh, thirty-two twenty-seven. My bad, y'all. Thirty-two twenty-seven was the final score. Twenty-nine twenty is when I stopped watching because I knew we wasn't going to let go of that lead. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Chargers and Colts, uh, thirty twenty-four. That was a good game. There was a lot of hype behind Jimmy Garoppolo. It was a lot. It's always going to be a lot of hype behind. I mean, he been sitting over there behind um. Tom Brady all them years, and he was supposed to be the heir apparent, but now as we see that Tom Brady is ageless, and we don't know when he's going to retire. That's why Garoppolo got traded, but he was supposed to be the – you wonder if that was just what they were saying because they really thought Tom was on his last leg or if Garoppolo was really supposed to be that that deal. I know Jimmy G's is happy for it. Yeah. Because he got G's for it. He, he got, got paid. G, he got M's for it. He got M's for it. He got M's for it. Yeah. Um – Rams and Panthers, 30-27. Uh, Panthers, like we said, we watching right now. Panthers last week, um, outside of Christian McCaffrey. Just, How you feel about Cam Newton? I feel like I was just uh, telling my girl that he um, has been lackluster since the MVP season. He's very immature, I think. He's very immature. I feel like um, 
I was just saying like, and I hate to sound like this. I don't even want to say it. Ah, uh, come on. I hate to be this guy, but it's just that because I I want I know that players are more than players. Yeah. Um, I know that they get into other things more than football or whatever. But all I want, I just think that that like that fashion or whatever he think he is and getting into, I think that. I think that takes precedence in a lot of in a lot of instances over the actual game. And I'm not saying that it shouldn't, he shouldn't, or whatever. I guess that's the part. I'm not trying to be shut up and play basketball. That's you already know me. I'm Actually, definitely not trying to be that. Definitely not. But I'm just saying what I'm saying is I think and I'm not here to cause I don't care if he keeps the fashion or or I really don't care how Cam Newton does, because he's not on the Eagles. <laughs> right, exactly. So what I'm saying is, I I just think that that fashion and whatever he whatever he is off the field takes precedence of things that happen on or over the uh, takes precedence over things that happen on the field a lot. It's just what I see. Very arrogant, very immature, like you said. Very, which uh, is a very bad combination. Right. To be that, that arrogant and also immature. Right. But you're also the quarterback, the number one. Most important position on the field. Mm -hmm. That. Why is your quarterback trying to break the Guinness World Record for one-handed catches? That's what he did. You ain't see that? No, I on, didn't. It was on Instagram. I didn't. Right before Week One, you show they showing Cam Newton trying to catch passes with one hand. Now. Last time I checked, the quarterback doesn't need to be doing one-handed catches. Yeah. And I don't see how that helps his game at all. When he on the sideline tossing the ball, warming up, he don't even catch the ball. The dude be beside him catching the ball and handing it to him. Exactly. <laughs> so that lets you know where his focus is not. Right. And it ain't becoming a better quarterback or taking your team to a championship, although that's what you say. Right. But that's just what you say. Right. That ain't what you're showing. Right. I, yeah, I ain't because know he was trying to break the because world record. For and he most. broke it. And he broke it. And he broke it. And he broke it. And the thing is that tonight the matchup is Cam Newton and Jameis Winston, and they were they were talking about uh, who uh, this game. Who's it more important for? Is it Jameis Winston or Cam Newton? And I didn't I didn't really care too much for that question, but I, it got me to thinking about. Just the comparison of their of their careers, right. both of them, Jameis Winston and Cam Newton. Right. Cam Newton has that MVP, but like you said, after that MVP, he hasn't done nothing. Right. Like he had that good record when he went to the playoffs, mm -hmm. and then didn't didn't show nothing for a. I think they won 12, 12, 12 games that year, uh -huh. but didn't show nothing for it in the playoffs. So it's like to me, it's like I don't I don't see the level the the, the evolution of Cam Newton. All, right. all, all he wants to do is beam balls at at receive. I would hate to be a receiver if if Cam Newton was my quarterback. <laughs> he just threw a beam ball, but like 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 right before man, they why are threw you a little bomb. Ninety mile per hour footballs. All right. All right. Especially when sometimes it's not, it's not even necessary. All right. First of all, you you're not always accurate, so. I had to do an acrobatic catch, and the catch is coming at me at 90 miles an hour. Right. There's no one, is, and I'm assuming that no Cam Newton comes off to me as one of them players. How is your quarterback a diva? Your quarterback can't be a diva. Yeah, he can't You can have be. a diva wide receiver. That's controllable. But a, a diva quarterback? Right. Come on. Yeah, man. That's, that's crazy, man. Cam, I hope you get it together. He just threw a nice pass. Uh, they in the red zone right now. 
Um, who else do we have, man? Bengals, Seahawks, 21-20. Seahawks won that one. Uh, Cowboys and Giants, like we said, 35-17. Cowboys won that. Uh, 49ers 31, Buccaneers 17, Lions 27-27. They tied with the Cardinals. <laughs> Love that opening day tie. It's been a couple of them. The Browns and the Steelers did it last year, I think. The Patriots bombed the Steelers 33-3. to uh, The Saints win a close one. 30-28 to on Monday Night Football. In the last minute. In the last 37 seconds. <laughs> Correction. If Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson was trying to win the game in under a minute, and he had it won in under a minute, and he only left 37 seconds left on the clock, there's it's it's no way you could be mad at Deshaun Watson. I keep calling him Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, I know Deshaun Watson. There's no way you can be mad at Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson. Not at all. He, left he, 30, he only left 37 seconds on the clock. But that boy Drew Brees, man, who is my starting quarterback on my fantasy team, uh, and my number one wide receiver is Michael Thomas. Okay. And they got busy for me, man. That was a and I was playing against the uh the Saints defense. So I couldn't have asked for a better game on Monday night football to take to ride off into my first win for the season on uh in fantasy into the sunset, man. It's amazing that Drew Brees is still out there doing what he's doing. Amazing. And he's not even Because uh, I remember the first thing that he used to say about him when he first came into the league was how short he is. He's mm-hmm. not that tall. And how that would affect the longevity of his career right. in the league. But yeah. he's still out there trying to, I guess, make up for what happened last year in the playoffs. That shit was a travesty. Right. Then you got um, last game of last week was uh, the Raiders and the Broncos. The Raiders won that 24-16 on Monday Night Football. We got a du- we had a doubleheader, you know, opening opening week. They definitely show love. Um, so that was the that was the football week, the the game by game last week. Uh, some notable matchups this week. Um, that I'm looking at uh, our rivalry game. You got the Vikings and the Packers. I think that'll be. I think that should be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Seahawks and Steelers. Hopefully, um, I mean the Steelers got to come back after that loss to the Patriots. So yeah, a, yeah, it's kind of like a must win already for them when you start off the season with a loss, right? Uh. And then what I think is probably going to be the marquee matchup of the week is uh, Saints Rams. Okay. That Saints Rams game is going to be yeah. good. It's going to be a. That's, I, I'm looking for a, um, a Saints blowout or no, a Saints redemption. Not necessarily a redemption game for them. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for because Drew Brees definitely threw a, a, an interception in um, in the red zone last week. He made that one definitely way close for too close for comfort. Right. But but shout out to the Titans. I mean, not, uh, not the Titans, the Texans. Shout out to the Texans. I don't want to disrespect them. For one, I just picked up their defense because they playing against the Jaguars this week. So I need that defense to do what it do this week against them. Um, but I just think it's going to be a good game, man. Two good quarterbacks. You got Jared Goff for the Rams. You got Drew Brees for the Saints. Um, two really good wide receiver cores. Michael Thomas, Ted Ginn Jr. Um, over there in uh, New Orleans. And you got uh, Cooper Cup. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, yeah, yeah Brandon Cooks. Um, it should be some some sparks should be flying, man. Latavius Murray looked all right at running back for New Orleans last week. You know you got Todd Gurley over there in L.A. Both defenses are all right. New Orleans keeps a good stellar defense. Um, 
I don't, I don't have any names that come to mind off of them. I don't want to disrespect anybody. I know Eli Apple is over there. The one guy, Lattimore, uh, they play. They had good games. Um, and then you got Aaron Donald. You got Marcus Peters. You got Aqib Tlaib. And a beyond that, you there. just know that they have that playoff game in the back of their mind. Yeah, absolutely. That's what they're thinking about absolutely. going into that field. Absolutely. And they're trying to make well, the Rams. If you're the Rams, you're like, we're going to prove to y'all that we deserve to win that game. Right. Despite – that call that should have been called, but it wasn't called. Right. And the Saints are going to try to do the same thing on their side, prove that we should have been in the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl could have ended up ended differently. Yep. So. Yeah, man. So, that's the, that's that's my game of the week is going to be that Saints-Rams game. It's I, not that Patriots versus the Dolphins game? It's hell not, no. Okay. You just told me they tanking. Okay. So, right. why should I watch that? No, no I was just. I know. I know. <laughs> It's a rivalry week soon, you know. Listen, I, after you told me your story about the Dolphins, I'm not mad if I see you wearing Eagle Green. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not. I won't be mad. I won't. I won't say that you on the bandwagon. I already know what it is. Right. I know what it is. The seat is welcome for you on the on the bandwagon. You you have a welcome seat. I appreciate that. Um. All right. Let me see. Um. What we got? What we got? What we got? Uh, Sammy Watkins. We didn't talk about Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins had a real big game. Yeah, he did. Definitely did. Definitely um, did. Sammy Watkins, Lamar Jackson. Um, fantasy implications, real life football implications. They had excellent games. Two people who I think are improving years. Uh, Lamar Jackson obviously taking over the reins of the, of the Ravens. Them trusting him with the team. He's trading, legit. trading Doug Flacco, Super Bowl, Super Bowl quarterback. Doug Flacco, <laughs> Super Bowl winning quarterback Doug Flacco. Right. They traded away. He was over there in Denver. They lost. But um, two two players, um, two young players, Sammy Watkins, who I think is in his third or fourth, maybe fourth, uh, maybe more than that. Uh, uh, I don't a know. Years in Buffalo. But I just yeah, I just know that this is a proving year for Sammy Watkins. This is a, a show me, prove me, show me, show me. Show me you belong here, and he he started out the season on on a real good foot. Um, what I got out here, we got we got more details uh on the on the uh, the NFL Jay Z deal. Yeah, I would like to hear this. Matter of fact, while I find him, well, just give me your just give me your opinion as it stands. As it stands before right I, now. Before I even give you okay these details that I had just uncovered, I just gotta find them. Okay, so I've had several conversations with several people about this, and the the. Uh, initially, I'm listening to everybody respond, and, and you, you know, you get you got the people that say, "Oh, Jay Z, uh, he uh, he's a, a basically against Colin Kaepernick. He's not supportive of right. Colin Kaepernick. Right. He's uh basically painting him as an Uncle Tom. Right. And that's just what I was hearing at first. Right. That's what, that's that's what the media was telling me. Mm-hmm. And I'm smart enough to know that the media wants to tell me one thing, but I really got to go dig deeper and get some facts out. So then I found out, like, what is first? I'm like, first of all, Jay Z is an, is it? Last time I checked, he's entertainment. He's a, he's a mogul, right? But he's more entertainment and right. business, right? So once I told myself that, I'm like, what is this deal about? How is the NFL having any type of interaction with Jay Z? Right. Okay. The Super Bowl. So apparently he had some type of input on how the entertainment aspect of the Super Bowl is going to be running. Like Jay-Z is going to be, I guess, directing that. 
I'm not mad at Jay-Z doing that. Right. And why would anybody who is a fan of entertainment right. be mad at Jay-Z and, and the, the relationships thing. that come with Jay-Z? And that's the thing, June. That's the that's the thing, man. Like no, I'm I'm and I'm in agreement. It's like you it's people can't call Jay Z with they they can't you can't put every moniker on them. Like and these these things are these things are examples of why. I think that social media, these memes, the short three sentence news. Yes. Um, it it takes people to when you hear that people are donating, 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 doing this and they doing that. It's very surface news, and you want to put all of these labels on them: entertainer, philanthropist, uh, mogul, social activist, and he's not all of those things. And it's I wouldn't even think if you had the conversation with Jay Z, he would probably tell you, "Hey, whoa, whoa, slow down. I'm just." Me, you know what I'm saying? I'm just doing what it is I can. And for that reason, you can't be mad at that person, man. And I'm just saying, um, and the reason why I say these people are not doing, they're just entertainers and they're just doing what they can or what they think is right. And you can't be mad at that. But ultimately, if you're educated, you can, also, you can ultimately see where things can get shaky down the road and where it can get conflicting. As in right now, um, it came out that Jay-Z was going to be uh, donating um, $400,000 to two uh, corporations in Chicago as a part of this NFL, Jay-Z and NFL effort. And it was found out that one of these corporations, the Crushers Club, which is, which is a Chicago-based nonprofit, um, shared photos of their founder cutting the dreads off of, off, of the, off of the black youth that joined this program in order to give them, quote-unquote, a better life. Okay. So this is what I'm saying. Like, okay. this is why... You can't just put social activist labels on entertainers because they only doing surface things or what it is they think is good. They right. just like you or I. Like, exactly. you know I mean, if they don't do their due diligence and do the education and do the research into these places that they're getting in bed with, like you just said, you should know what comes the company that comes with this. You know what I mean? You can't be mad at it. You can't be mad at that. Like, like. I, like a person of my education, I knew something like this was going to happen, and that's why I didn't look at it as a social active as a social activist move, as a so, as a social activism move. I looked at it as a capitalist move. Right. I can move in here, and I can take care. I can I can take control of entertainment in the NFL at a time where they're not really good with the entertainers. I can be the middleman and broker that. It's an opportunity. And nobody's going to say anything to me because I'm Jay Z, and I do. A little bit of social activism, so they'll call me. You know what I mean? So I'm not getting into details, but I kind of knew that if you dig deep, all you got to do is dig deep. And that's what I did. And not what I did, but that's what people do. And that's when it just come found out, like this Crushers Club, who's about to receive $200,000, is cutting the dreads off our young black kings and for a better life. And that's just terrible. Like, But I don't think Jay-Z knew that, but should he have known that if he was a social activist? Yes. If you're a capitalist, no. I'm just going to give 400000 to these companies. It's going to look good. It sounds good. They do this. What's their mission statement? You're not going in there on the premise and looking and doing, having fielding interviews and seeing where every dollar is going to go to. No. Checking a couple of mission statements, seeing what their rapport is around the community, and that's that. Nowadays, it seems it's just like a lot of lazy journalism. Lazy. Very lazy. And so just because I have a phone, I can be a journalist. And I have an account on Instagram, and I can name my account whatever I want, uh, contextually having to do with anything 
based on what I'm putting out there. So if I'm a journalist for sports or if I'm a journalist or a fan of something and I put out and I cut out snippets and edit a a, a post mm-hmm. and give it not a meme, but give it a title. Right. And say it say my opinion because that's all it is. That's all it is. Is my opinion. Right. And attach a million hashtags to it. And I have a moderate amount of followers. Right. But if someone who has a bigger following Absolutely with 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 a thought process that's similar to yours mm-hmm. and is just looking for something similar or some or basically a missing puzzle in their brain to a topic all they're going to do is repost that and that's just going to take fire all right they're looking for they're looking for statements that confirm their already predetermined stereotypes exactly exactly and and, and by sharing it to um, to a thousand followers that can also share it, share it to their followers and so on and so forth as we know what happens it just grows into something that it just like, becomes uncontrollable yep and like I said, lazy journalism. Lazy journalism. So, yeah, man, that's just the latest on the Jay-Z deal. I mean, I just feel like it's something that we uh, have to cover, should cover, because it's in sports, it's in the regular world. Um, very opinionated. But, yeah, that's just that's just my opinion on it. I'm not surprised that something like this will come out, something like this will happen, because people don't do their just do. When you're a billionaire, you don't have time to be a social activist. And that's just the, that's just the, 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 the God, the honest truth. You, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, um, secure all of those funds and resources just for you and yours if you were a social activist. Right. And that's cool. I'm that's not. Ma- I'm not. That's fine. Exactly. I'm not mad at that. Exactly. I just have to define the two. I'm not let, jumping to yeah. a conclusion based on you yeah. not wanting to be a part of that. Absolutely. Not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not judging you. Yeah, on that. I'm cool on that. I'm not making a negative or a positive cool on a- that. assertion based on you. Your 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 lack of. You know what I'm saying? Involvement yeah. in something that right. It's, 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 to me, is ridiculous. Like so, when he said the stuff about Colin Kaepernick, when I first heard it, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to get past the Colin Kaepernick thing. So I, I, I really wasn't mad about what he said when it when it pertaining to the Colin Kaepernick thing. Uh huh. And especially, I took it as if I'm Jay Z and I'm sitting in that room and I'm and someone's asking me that, I'm here for the entertainment part. Right. The moment you say Colin Kaepernick, right. you're tarnishing exactly what I'm trying to do. Here. Exactly. And so, and, and and I know how big Colin Kaepernick topic and title in in the, the news revolving him is that I don't want it to tarnish what I'm trying to do here. Right. An opportunity for me, Jay Z, to make more money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Growing the NFL. Right. Because like I'm saying, what comes with Jay Z mm-hmm. is also his relationships. Yep. And the people. Who, who are signed to Rock Nation. And that's what the NFL wants. Not only the people that signed to Rock Nation, but the people that he has access to. Exactly. That they don't. And I and I'm and I and I, I actually was pissed that he that he said what he said, only for the reason that he didn't put anything of his in the balance or in jeopardy to tell somebody that they should be past something. I don't think that he should he's not the authority on that. But was he saying Colin Kaepernick should be past it or anybody? I don't think that he should speak on it. Being past it, he should. I think he should. I think he could have talked about what it is he wanted to do without that piece. He could have said everything he said without saying we passed that. Nah, you not the authority on that. If Colin Kaepernick is the face of that, 
And if Colin Kaepernick, if he don't say we passed that, and I'm not even saying that's right, wrong, or indifferent. I'm not even saying I agree with that. I'm just saying you not either. Right. Right. I think that if if we gotten this far with Colin Kaepernick being this and people are are behind him and what is then we we not passed it until he say he passed it. And there and there, and it could and that was an opportunity to make to make a separation and he didn't do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? He like you said he took authority right. on it and said we. And I think that's and that's another thing that we talked about and we're going to move off of this because this is, you know what I mean, just beating a dead horse. But one one thing that I talked about is one thing that Colin Kaepernick did do and it's it's not fall for anything because it, is, it was nothing to fall for. It's just that they really put you they put you in compromising positions, whereas you can't have, and the same token is where you can't be a billionaire and a social activism. You can't have, and I said this on episode one, you can't have a, um, you can't have a social, a a a, 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 a racial injustice issue wrapped up in a labor dispute because they're gonna pin one against the other. Right. So it's either do you want social justice or do you want money? And ultimately, Jay-Z is in a position to do what he did because of Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick took the money in the non-disclosure. Now, we don't know that Colin Kaepernick is passed. I'm, I know he's not. I'm pretty sure he's not. I'm going to use my that he's not passing. He, I mean, he realizing that now. that he, I put, he Not even now, but at some point he realized he was in a compromising position where it's either I'm going to fight for social justice X the money out and let the text messages come out and let everything fly that I've been talking about or I'm going to let everything that I've been talking about, all these text messages and all this collusion, let that get swept under the rug and I'm going to take the bag. And he took the bag. So he set the precedence for other people to take the bag. Now Jay-Z is coming in. Oh, okay. On the, on the grounds of race, because this is what it looks like. I don't think this is what Colin Kaepernick meant, but this is what happens when you have a social activist, when you have a, a racial injustice uh, issue wrapped up in a labor dispute. Right. Now, from what it looks like from the outside looking in is, okay, Colin Kaepernick took the money. Okay, we good now. That's what makes Jay-Z say we passed that. Right. That's ultimately Colin Kaepernick's fault. I do want to point that out. Yeah. That Colin Kaepernick set a precedence. Now you can come in and say, hey, I got my entertainment, my song and dance thing in the name of social justice. And I want to work with you, NFL, because you gave Colin Kaepernick the bag. Or you can come in and say, "Hey, man, I got my thing going on for the youth, and I want to work with the with the uh, uh, underprivileged black youth, and I want to work with you, NFL. Just give me that bag. Anybody can do anything under the guise of social justice and get a bag from the NFL because it's good to now. The NFL needs to look good in that light. Good they don't really have to change anything they're doing. All they got to do is give people money, and you just tell people the NFL is good now, right? Without showing you any any kind of remorse or uh, retribution or any kind of um, we've changed, and that's why the NFL probably pays that PR money because that shit was all PR money, right? And I'd say all that to leeway into our into our final segment to talk about uh, uh, Antonio Brown. I gotta go to the bathroom, and my son is calling, so we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and talk about Antonio Brown. But I say all that to say all of that happens why because business is booming, man. The title of the show, man. I'm here with June, Uptown Tony. We're going to take a short break and be back. Yep. Antonio, coach is on the line. Hey, hey coach. Hello. Yo, what's up, coach? What the hell's going on, man? There's a villain all over the news, man. Villain. 
Is Antonio all right? Just before he started getting this money. There's something wrong with AB. Antonio Brown has been an absolute embarrassment. Yeah, I feel like it's just the most misunderstood fucking human being in my entire life. I mean, I brought you here because you're my favorite guy. I've never seen a guy work hard. I don't know where you are in your life right now, Austin. All I know is you, you got a lot of things going. There's a lot of people that have an opinion about you. And whether it be, whether it be good or bad, you're in the spotlight all the time. Let me ask you this, do you, do you want to be a Raider or not? I've been trying to be a Raider since day one. I've been in front of working my ass so hard in any organization. I don't know why it's a question of me being a Raider. Like, do you guys want me to be a Raider? Please stop this shit. Just play football. How hard is it that you're a great football player? Just play football. Yeah, but I'm, I'm more than a football player, man. I'm a real, real person. It ain't about the football. I know how to do that. I'll show you guys down the daily. This is my life. Ain't no more games. All right, we back, man. Business is booming for sure, man. Definitely want to thank my man, June, for being on the 444 with me, man. We're going to have him back again. I like his knowledge. Hopefully, the Dolphins get a win next time he's on. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, so to the uh, to the title story, man, um, I'm sure everybody, all the listeners, Ooh. football fans are like, yeah, it was a nice run right there. Uh, 3-3, the game is tied. Uh, the Buccaneers and the Panthers, second quarter. 9.55 left till halftime. Um, they were on a delay. The game is a little late because of lightning early in Charlotte. But uh, it's underway now. Like it's rolling. Um, but getting back to what I was saying, um, I'm sure everybody, football fans, like all the listeners and followers. Even if you don't like football, if you just have had a phone in your hand for probably the last month and a half, two months, you've had to uh, have come across a story or two about the, uh, the uh, now – New England Patriots wide receiver Antonio Brown. Um, this is a story. This is one of the most bizarre, one of the most um, unheard of. First time I ever seen something like this in my life. Just the shenanigans surrounding this man and just everything. Just dating all the way back to, uh, I would say, last year. What was it? Weeks. 15 when he was going at it with uh Ben Roethlisberger yeah when he started going at it with Ben Roethlisberger and that whole uh and the Steelers whole organization and just getting mad I believe he stayed out of practice for like a week and then showed up to the game thinking he was going to play Tomlin of course told him nah you tripping you know you're not playing so he was just on the on the bench just with the shenanigans with the mink on like that's i just i think that's just when since then since the mink he has since threw the blind mustache on and had interviews man just talking about his situation he doesn't like playing with ben roethlisberger they don't have a personal relationship i don't know his kid's name his kids don't know my name um Things of that nature, just saying that everybody is just like he wants to be more than a football player. I don't know what more he wants to be. It looked like it's just straight shenanigans now. Like, but um, from there, he was uh traded and was he traded? He was traded or was he let go by the Steelers? 
I don't even know how that happened. Right. I think he was traded. Yeah, I think he was traded to the to the Raiders. They gave they, he was traded to the Raiders. Yeah, they gave up picks. Yeah, he was traded to the Raiders. Um, in the summertime, and it was, got the money he was asking for. Uh, supposedly got the quarterback that he wanted. He had prior relationship with Derek Carr and was just loving that and blase blip until about two months ago where he just went, or not even going to say, whenever training camp did, which was about two months ago, probably when training camp started at the beginning of August, end of July. And he just started losing it, man. Like, first he was in the, um, the, the what is it, the cryometric chamber with the, 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 yeah. what is the whatever it is, cryogenic, the cryogenic or something chamber. He got frostbite on his feet. So he was delayed in getting the training camp for that. He finally gets to training camp. They have new helmets. He don't want to play in the new helmet. He want to play in the helmet that's 10 years old and unsafe and not sanctioned by the league anymore. He's having disputes with that. He goes back and forth. Things are supposed to be good with that. He's still not at training camp. Then he comes to training camp. I don't really know what tipped him off the last time. I might be missing some things. I'm not going to research this. I'm not looking it up. I'm telling you that right now to give you guys a disclaimer. Right. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's what it is. So, yeah. So, he missed practice and left training camp, and he got fined for that. He put those fines on uh, on Instagram, said, when your own team is hating – after that, uh, he had a conversation with the GM where he supposedly called the GM a cracker, <laughs> punted the ball, said, find me for that. All of these, all of this is happening um, in succession, like one after another after another. It's happening as, like, like the way I'm saying it is the way it happened. It's not, there's no breaks in between any of these things happening. Um, and at any moment, something else can just can any mo- Yeah, can, at any moment, as we will see, and we'll definitely get to that. But so from there, he goes back and forth with that. John, uh, he's not playing in game one. Then he is. John Gruden comes on and says he is playing in game one. And then they come on and say they release Antonio Brown. Hours later, he's picked up and signed by the New England Patriots. The team who he just so happened to tell the Steelers to trade him to last season in the first place. Um, so it's a lot surrounding this situation. We'll stop. We'll stop there. Before and we'll stop there just so I can get June's thoughts because I just went to that. We'll stop at that point for now, just so I can get June's thoughts to that point. Like, so, so going up until the point where he said, "All right, I want I want to be traded by the Raiders." I had said to a couple of friends of mine, "I'm like, either." Antonio Brown is the dumbest person in the league or the smartest. Right. But we'll soon find out. He gets released, gets picked up by the Patriots, recoups half of that 30 mil that he lost by getting released by the Raiders. But now you're playing on a guaranteed mil ticket to the the Super Bowl. Right. So on top of the 15 mil, you're probably going to make a lot more from the just playoff appearances and a Super Bowl. Right. And if you are the focal point of the reason why they end up going through Super Bowl, like when Randy Moss played the one season, he played two seasons, but the one season where he played with the uh, Patriots and Tom Brady was able to break the record, the touchdown record. Right. If Antonio Brown is able to do something even close to that, after that one-year deal, he can 
ask for whatever he wants. Yep. And get more than what he would have got in Oakland. All right. But now you have a ring. So, I thought that it was a beautifully, coincidentally calculated move done by Antonio Brown. It kind of reminded me how, you know, Kawhi Leonard pretty much manufactured his way out of the Spurs. Right. Ended up in where he ended up. And then now he, he's where he wanted to be. He's playing right. for his hometown, the Clippers, with Paul, alongside Paul George. But so that's how I saw it initially. So that was my whole interpretation of everything up until that point. Since we talking about the NFL, we going to throw a word out there. Do you do you think there was collusion? Anything involving <laughs> the New England Patriots, any word revolving collusion is possible when it comes to, when it comes to the New England Patriots. Right. And you being an Eagles fan, you definitely know that. Right, right. And that, the funny, the crazy part about it is not only being an Eagles fan, but just being a genuine lover of conspiracy theory itself. Right. I'm surprised that I didn't even think of it that way. I was saying that it was something. I was saying that I thought I really thought Antonio Brown had CTE. And <laughs> he was the, showing he was he was exhibiting symptoms. Of he CTE was definitely already. exhibiting symptoms, and the telling sign for me was wanting to play in that old ass helmet. And I'm like, he's not even. Because like I was telling you before, off air, I was like, people were saying, man, Antonio Brown, just oh, he just cares about Antonio Brown. I'm like, man, are you looking at the headline? He wants to play in this old-ass helmet. Antonio Brown don't even care about Antonio Brown. So I was thinking he had CTE. He was just diva going out of control, and he knew the spotlight was on him, and he was going to try to use it. The fact that the Patriots, I have, I had, like I said, I, had, I hadn't been paying attention to it at all. I was still on. I was still hungover from the Super Bowl all last season until we lost in the playoffs. That's when. That's when it got real for me. Like, damn, we're not going back. We're not having another parade. So I wasn't even paying attention to caring about anything else going on in the NFL last year, but the Eagles. Um, So I had completely skipped over that detail that when he was arguing with Mike Tomlin or whatever that he told him trade me to the Patriots. That was he said he 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 called the Patriots by name. And the fact that he ended up here after all of this, by low, uh, by way of uh, Oakland, it, that kind of makes me think. And like you said, the Patriots being involved, collusion is the first word that comes to mind. So um, that's definitely crazy, man. Um, and to make the situation even more bizarre, uh. We have a young lady, his ex-trainer, a uh, young lady that he had a, a, a professional relationship with, um, accusing him of rape, to just top it all off. The number one uh, narrative that has been thrown around uh, amongst kneeling, uh, aside from kneeling, I would say top three, aside from kneeling and social issues and cap, I would have to say that uh, number number two it has to be domestic violence and three rape in the NFL. Well, domestic violence and rape kind of goes one and just, you know, just that whole um, um, these NFL players not respecting women. Uh, we don't know these stories, the details of these stories. We don't know whose side or who. Um, we do have video of a couple. Video is not uh, present in this situation. Um, it's kind of bizarre, the timing of it to me. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I really, I really don't know. I'm not, like I said, not 
keeping my eyes peeled to it because these are things that it's going to pop up. I have a phone in my hand, like I said. So these things are going to pop up on my timeline. They're going to pop up in conversation. It's going to dominate the conversation uh, for some time. So um, I'm just looking to see how it unfolds. But the only thing I will say is just the timing of it is bizarre. The timing of it is bizarre and just... It's just always the narrative of... Uh, it's just always... I don't know. The timing is just it's always rape. It's never anything... It's always rape. Like, I don't but know, to, man. But to add to the bizarreness of the situation, it's only gotten to the civil level. Right? Mm-hmm. So, in the details that were released, she says, he forcibly shoved my head into the pillow and began to rape me. Now, why not make that a criminal case? Right. Why not you, Brittany Taylor? Right. You get raped. Why not you go to the cops after that and report what's going on? Why did it take you now to file a civil lawsuit? Right. And you're only asking for seventy five thousand. Now, why does the money? Why does the number matter? Because because of how much. Antonio Brown is worth the seventy five thousand dollars to me kind of is weird because you're it's almost like you're making a point just to just that, that you only want the seventy five thousand right like to me that's bizarre yeah. and it took you this long and and it, that and that it, the only way that it can go to the criminal level is if prosecutors look at the case from the civil level and say no I think there's more to this right and we're gonna we're gonna keep going. We're gonna go forward with this ourselves and and file criminal charges. Right. But the fact that it's only at the civil, and but the charges are very you know they're 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 heinous yeah. and you are innocent until proven guilty. So and and that's why it's never good to jump on any side. Right. Because you might jump on one side and then the next day you find out she was lying about the whole thing. Right. That's possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't want to jump on either side, but I can. In terms of the timing of it, this is the only thing that I told myself that let me think that, okay, maybe this. Maybe, because according to her testimony, she said that she didn't feel confident enough about coming out. Like most girls say when they're involved into this situation. Mm-hmm. They say that they don't, they don't feel too confident about coming out and, and accusing their, their, the, the person who did the crime to them. But based on the, the, the type of behavior that uh, Antonio Brown was exhibiting, I think that kind of helps her case because it it kind of shows you that. All right, so this he dude, erratic. Yeah. this dude is erratic. Yeah, he is capable of doing some wild shit. Right. So, and in the text message that he almost kind of criminalizes himself by saying that, uh, I forget what it was. I'm I, and I don't want to put out no misquote. Yeah. Misquote. But basically, paraphrase. We gonna let the people know you paraphrasing, and you can definitely go find the quote yourself to get the direct quote. But there are paraphrase. text messages where he basically attests to some of the activity that that she said that took place, like the ejaculation, right, on the back right. while she was sleeping. Right. Thing. He did. He did uh, kind of corroborate by saying that. Uh. Last night, or I don't know if he said last night or not, but he said, you kind of made me feel like I was a rapist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so by no, saying, th- those you. text messages 
don't kind of don't make the situation yeah. any better. Right. Me. So. Yeah. The only thing I would say is I'm I'm not gonna question. I'm not gonna question the timing of her telling or confessing or accusing because I've never been in that situation and I do know that it could be reason it could be reasons why somebody doesn't tell right away. I mean, I don't know the trauma that comes along with that, so I won't say that. But one thing that I will say is bizarre is only making it civil when you have all of this uh like you're saying, um what seems to be damning evidence or if you're or if it's or like you say, even I don't. I just don't see how a rape case goes civil. It's nothing civil about rape to me at all, and especially when you're saying that you have your this 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 traumatic experience has given you anxiety. Yeah, that you still have problems till today. Like seventy five thousand dollars ain't solving anxiety, especially when my man has a lot more than seventy five thousand. Yeah. So that that I, I just that adds to the bizarreness, like you said, of the whole situation yeah. revolving Antonio Brown that one day may have a documentary because of all the material yeah, he's 30, providing. They us. said that thirty for thirty is coming for sure, man. They said Dennis Rodman had one on this week. I didn't watch it, but they said his was his was all right, man. It was low. You had to have a crazy thirty. You probably had to have a crazy one, man. But yeah, man, just um, this business is definitely booming, man. The business around all of this stuff, the business of this stuff, the business that these um athletes are involved in, um, business is booming, man. And when business is booming, things tend to get bizarre here in this world that we live in, in this country specifically that we live in. Um, so it's just, just crazy. Just it's just. Not even crazy, man. I just feel like that's a that's a word that I say when I don't know what to say. But it's just it's it's bizarre to say the least, man. These Based things, on things that are happening today, a lot of people don't know what to say. Yeah, right. Like it's it's just the uh, the, the fact that, but I do think that the Patriots um had. I think that uh, Belichick has. I don't I don't I don't know that Belichick told him to do things specifically. Yeah, <laughs> like the memes kind of say That's funny as shit That is funny as hell Funny as shit Those memes is funny as I shit I want to believe that truth. Right yeah. Call him a cracker again You on a, your, your flights on Monday <laughs> That's, Just call him a cracker But um I, I do want to say that um Things are just th Things are just wild man Things are just wild these days man I do think that the uh That's what I was trying to say My bad Joe I'm sitting here watching this game Trying to see what's going on 6-3 Panthers kicked another field goal. But um I I do think that the that the Patriots had something to do with uh uh Antonio, but I think it was some kind of collusion. I don't think that they just have he just happened to fall in uh into their lap. Um no other teams were in the running after he got released. He just automatically got signed to the Patriots. Thought of bang, that's just that. Of um, all the teams that could I mean, literally every single team except for the Raiders could use Antonio or the Steelers. Right. Could use Antonio Brown, right? And it lands on the Super Bowl champions, right? Come on, man! Come on, man! That's ridiculous! Come on! Come on, man! man. Who had that uh, that little show? Uh, uh, I forgot. I think Chris, yeah, Chris Carter. I think Chris it was. Carter, yeah. Shout out to CC. But anyway, man, that's it, man. That's all I got. Uh, I had injury report up here, but I didn't see it. Uh, I know um, Tyreek Hill is a major injury. Um, dropping like flies in week one. It definitely dropping like flies in week one. Uh, uh, Nick Foles is gone, not for the season, but he's he's down for some time. Um, fantasy football June's not playing this year. I'm in like four leagues. I went two and two last week. 
Um, I'm looking. I'm looking for a big week this week. I'm trying to sweep this week. I don't know if it's gonna happen. I'm going. I'm hoping I come close. I'm hoping I do it. I'm not playing this year, and I and I can tell you right now, my Sundays are much more relaxed than yours. Yeah, man, my shits be stressful as fuck. I got I the laptop out was. on red. I got the red zone up. The Eagles game on. A fort, uh, you, you all got a type of shit. Technological fort built around you. Yeah, uh, kind of constantly supplying you with updates. Of statistical stuff that people are doing, it's just like right. you said, it's the crazy world we live in. It's today. the crazy world we live in. But my Sundays are definitely stressful, man. Big, it was big stress, man. But shout out to everybody on my team. Shout out to Emmanuel Sanders for that nineteen point six points on Monday Night Football too. I needed that to really seal the deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'm looking for a big week of fantasy football. That's all I got. I hope y'all have a good week, man. Follow me, Uptown Tone, on Instagram. Follow uh. Uh, my man June. I forgot one of the underscores in the in the uh, in the uh, in the preview. Oh, you did. I forgot the last one. The last one. Because I went and looked. Don't go. Don't go to the June's page without the without the underscore. Yeah, man. please don't, don't go there. Because there is one, and that's the problem. That there is one. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, don't go to that. But one. I'm Add gonna put the. I'm, to yeah, one. I'm gonna put the right my underscore. Go update it. Yeah, yeah we go. Update go to the right account. Make sure you follow um, Isaiah Thomas for Philly. Also, make sure you follow everything that uh, the councilman got going on. Make sure you at those panels. Make sure you at those um, community meetings, those mixers, everything, man. He's in there, uh, city councilman at large, uh, making a difference in the city. And he'll be back uh, probably next week to talk some more sports with us. Um, but for now, man, that's all we got. We out. I'll holler at y'all next week. June, thank you. Appreciate you, man. No doubt. How'd that, Joe?